Hello and welcome to Top Fives, the show of everything. Top Fives, presented by The Sex Effects. I'm Joy Prati. And I'm Sean Day. And folks, we have, I think, pretty excellent episode in store for you. Before we get to all the excellence, Jonathan Day, how the hell are you, my friend? Uh, I'm, I'm well, man. Doing all right. That's, uh, that's great. It's been a good week so far. Mm. Um, I got a chance to watch the Suicide Squad movie since it was available on HBO Max for free. Yes. Um, watched that recently. As did I. You watched it too. We'll we'll talk a little we'll talk about, about it. it. Yeah, um, yeah, man. It inspired been... my top five tonight. I was just thinking that too. I was like, oh, I wonder yeah. if this is because of this movie. Um, it's absolutely, a thousand percent because of it. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. Just just chilling. Really, nothing much. Really, um, just uh, spent the uh, weekend with my lady. And... Very nice. What you guys do? Uh, we went to, uh, well, we went to the stone brewery, which was kind of cool. Um, do you that... get stoned at this brewery? No. <laughs> but, uh... Do you remember that night in fucking, uh, what was the little town in England? Oh, in, uh, a little Whitby. Whitby. Yes. Yeah. And we just, for like three, four five hours, we just kept saying brewery. Rory, we were just laughing. We were so dying. Hard, we were so, yeah. It's the way we the, the the brewery, the ro- the raw r in there rolls up. Rory, yes. yes, it was so much fun. Oh um, you know God. what? I was just thinking about Whitby the other day. I was like, if we ever go back to England, we have to go. That's back where to you'd Whitby. go. Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. It's just I like the I like the seaside city kind of feel. Yeah, I think that's what and I'm you got to go out on the pirate ship. There was I always bring up the. Um, fucking the the grave at the where the yeah. old monastery was yeah and there's that couple that like are buried together and they were born yeah. on the same day just hours apart they got married on their birthday they you know they died like, on their birthday and, yeah yeah they lived for 80 years in, like the 1600s it was like whoa i'll never forget <laughs> that that was wild to me uh let's see but, what's good oh what's up daniel how's it going man thanks for joining our show man appreciate it hello to you sir <laughs> we've never Dan- met but hello to you daniel is uh he's a he's an old coworker of mine uh at the coffee shop and uh right he actually on. man he's actually been really cool because he actually took some photos for for maddie and i for the sonic writers and oh very nice uh editing them as we speak so uh daniel thank you so much man for for doing that man and make uh, them look sexy make them look sexy use like the says. airbrush that they used to do on like the old playboys yeah <laughs> Yeah, you gotta you gotta fix this up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, other than that, it's been kind of chill week so far. And um, nice. We we found out uh, I think it was like last week that our show got canceled for our band. Yes. So no show with the Monarch Kids. Yeah. So sorry about that, guys. Um, but we are in the in the plans to possibly release some music that weekend, if anything. So uh, I think we're gonna have to just pick up album cover, and then yeah. That's it, I feel. And then we'll just start uploading I, the I, songs. I have strong opinions about all of it, and I'm very excited. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it. We got some good music coming out. I'm pretty excited. I'm excited. Just, it's just two songs, but you know what? God damn it, it sounds pretty fucking fire. Yes. And if, if so anyone doesn't know to that. who we're referring to, it's Blind Issues, my band with Joey, myself, my brother, my younger brother, Simon, and our homie, Maddie. Or sorry, uh, our homie, Andrew. Um, 
which I'm actually really excited because I feel like we don't have any like of our music. We have like uh, our music on CDs, I think, and some yeah, digital. Yeah, see, we're old guys. We yeah. Uh, so I'm the like streaming shit that you kids get now is pretty cool. <laughs> So I am excited. That. I'm excited to see that. And I was even thinking, like, it'd be kind of cool if we uh, either released like our old songs or like put together like a little. Can you remix them now that you're like at the height of your I could, I could powers? remix them, yeah. So we'll see what we, where we can go with that. Um, or we could just make an album, a new album, dude. An album, which I'm or an LP. For. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for that, and yeah, it's gonna be a lot of. Uh, it's a long time coming, which I'm, I'm really excited for. We've had uh, those two songs, uh, a song called Circus Witch, which we recorded in November, and the uh, Loka Dress, which we recorded in... 2012, like 2012. the night before you left for LA. It's yeah. our last Bay Area collaboration. The, the cool thing is they were um, both recorded at uh, my 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 family's place <laughs> my family's yeah. house so loca dress was upstairs in your brother's old room yep and then uh circus witch was done right there in the garage where we learned how to play together so it's, it's pretty cool it was fitting pretty definitely cool fitting. yes yes um but yeah i don't know that we'd ever recorded i mean we'd done like little mp3 recordings and stuff but i don't think we'd ever actually recorded a song in the garage before. yeah and and i think maybe i hesitated at first because you know the garage is so uh the acoustics we, the acoustics are kind of crazy in there and it's super loud obviously when you play in there with the garage door closed but um yeah managed to like record some Sounds good, good stuff so i'm yeah. really excited me really excited. too homers yo gang gang is this homer gang gang got my like my co-workers in the house today so yo what's yo, up homers this is what's top good? fives uh joey Come how on. are you doing this week man doing all right man um the lady and I went to Colorado, which is why oh, we did not yeah. have an episode this last weekend. We um, flew into Denver, took the train into Denver proper, 35, 40 minute train ride. Okay. Uh, got some, some beer, some food. And um, yeah, it was, uh, it was from there. Our, her friends, our friends, um, Andrew Melissa picked us up and uh, we drove two and a half hours in thundering storm uh to breckenridge um Man. up in the mountains there and uh, you know the whole time we're like hydroplaning and, and andrew good guys he's driving he's like right now we are hydroplaning uh we're not we're not on the ground right now and his girlfriend's like shut the fuck up it was a good <laughs> time um and uh yeah but we were staying in this house for a wedding uh for alicia's friend uh christian and jules they got married in a beautiful ceremony in Breckenridge, um, but we were staying in the house with a bunch of people. It was it was a good time. It was exhausting. I needed a vacation from the vacation, but I did yeah. drink a lot of beer. I made it my personal mission to drink almost strictly Coors Light because I thought that was funny. Um, being in Colorado, I was like, yeah. And everyone, everyone who served me too was like looking down their nose at me. I was like, fuck you. I like light beer. All right. I want to be able to drink 10 of these. Well, you know, I can't yeah. drink 10 IPAs. Come on. <laughs> um the the bartender though at the wedding um the second or third time i went up there she goes uh bourbon bourbon uh and gt i was like how'd you remember and she's like you're the only person ordering doubles i was like right on <laughs> um hey, you got to know the bartender that's cool <laughs> got another bartender uh yeah at least i went to bed like right after the weddings you know we went to bed around one and the folks at the the cabin raged till about 6 a.m dang dude yeah yeah, that's, it was uh, wild. That's a, yeah, it's um, a wild time. <laughs> yeah, 
pretty zonked, pretty out of it. We went to Vail, Colorado. Uh, the next day it was about a 45 minute car ride. Um, and that was beautiful. It was like a, almost like a Toronto Carmel vibe. Um, cool, cool. Tahoe-ish. Yes. And, um, and then we flew back the next morning and um, yeah, got to meet. And then she had a friend in town Sunday and uh, we got to meet her, her friend who I've heard so much about. Um, two of her friends I've heard so much about. It was a good time. Um, and then just, yeah, now catching up on work and everything because I have more time off coming up because uh, it's my mom's uh, birthday weekend this this coming. So I'm pretty excited. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, finally going to do my relaxing. Finally going to sit by the pool and drink White Claw. Fuck, baby. Fuck. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's going to be a good time. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we all deserve like days off or like a vac- at least some time off, dude, from all the, the craziness. So, you know, that's good. That's good. Especially for, yeah. for your mom. I mean, we, um, I don't know if we talked, I think we talked about your mom's surprise, uh, party on the last episode. I believe I'm we sure. did. So yeah, it was, it was, you know, it's, it's nice to have that little family time and just kind of hanging out for a bit. So um, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. But, uh, it's a good yeah. Time. Uh, yeah. that's good, man. I'm glad you got, uh, yeah. is that, was that your first time out there in first time, first time, huh? Yeah, Colorado was gentle to me. It was not. Um, yeah, it's crazy too because the altitude is so wild out there. Yeah, I think where we were staying was like nine thousand feet, and the wedding venue itself was thirteen thousand. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was. I mean, you're walking upstairs and you're huffing and puffing. Even you know, not that I'm in the most shape I've ever been. That was probably last year, but um, still, I shouldn't be huffing. I shouldn't be huffing and puffing. Hey, but that's okay. But that's okay. That's all. Um, yeah. Cool. So, cool. so you watched you watched Suicide Squad? I did. Yeah, I watched right. it. I think it was like the day after it came out. Yeah, it's either Friday or Saturday. One of those days. I don't know. One of those days. Um, yeah. I. You know what? It. I liked it for the entertainment value it had. I thought the writing was really weak. Um, I didn't feel like it was. I mean, at the same time, I mean. For James Gunn, I mean, yeah, it was visually, uh, it had a lot of the visuals, and I, I forgot it was gonna be a rated R movie, so I, I kind of went into it like, not thinking. And that. they really don't. A lot of these comic book movies that are rated R, you know, comic book movies, they kind of just throw like two or three fucks in there, yeah, um, just to kind of yeah. like, see, we're rated R, and then there's blood, but like this one really went for it. And I was kind of glad. I was yeah. like, fuck, what am I watching? I'm watching a movie from like the early two thousands. This feels good. Like the uh, the warner brothers presents like title screen was literally written in blood in the water like that's mm-hmm. what that's what i knew i was like wait this is like a rated r version of suicide squad so that's when you knew that's well i yeah i guess yeah there's other there's other explosions and people's bodies <laughs> being dismembered and all that stuff but, member pots yes yeah but I, I i enjoyed it for you know i thought obviously i thought it was a lot better than the first one um mm. and at one point I was like, you know what? Like they are killing off a bunch of characters, but maybe that's kind of the the thing about this movie. It's like you you don't want to get too invested in the characters and they kind of throw some at you. So it was very disposable characters. Like I see I yeah, felt was, that for a yeah. second and then it was like, well, you did away with all of your th- disposable characters in the f- spoiler alert. Spoilers, folks. <laughs> Can we do, should we even go into it's so new should we even yeah man that is tough it is fresh still yeah I feel. i'll just say that 
it's not like Game of Thrones where like there's disposable characters sprinkled about yeah, the leads. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the trailers, it's hard to know who is going to be part of this new squad, but I'd say five, ten minutes in a movie, you know who your main characters are, and I'd say they're yeah. relatively safe. Um, but I, I I enjoyed it. But I, like you, I think it was a good piece of like entertainment. Um, and we said spoilers. I'm sorry <laughs> no that you weren't Oops. listening. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a good it was fine. It was a passing piece of entertainment. There hasn't been a movie where I'm like, yes. Um, mm-hmm. in a very long time, this was, I was at least engaged with it. Um, Alicia and I were cracking up a couple times at some of the jokes. I thought John Cena was, was all right. Um, I, yeah. I love Idris Elba. I fucking want him to be Batman if they're not going to make him goddamn James I, Bond. I like him, um, but I thought he was the weakest char- Like, yeah, I mean, none of the, the characterizations whole, were great. Yeah, I, you know? I, uh, th- uh, in the movie, um, not to spoil it, but like, yeah, they no he spoilers. Has, he has like a relation. He has like a kind of uh, um, broken relationship with his daughter, right? And that's kind of like they have that. It's the ex- it's the cut and paste of, of uh, Deadshot. Deadshot, dude, played yeah. by Will Smith. So, uh, but I, I thought the way they handled that, and you know, kind of, there's a moment in the like you know the last kind of act of the movie where they don't really like meet it they don't really see each other they kind of uh, see uh, each other uh, 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 okay you can't yeah, even yeah. go into third act if I'm we're sorry. not spoilers but i just i just Christ. thought they if they were going to kind of like work on that angle with him and his daughter it could have been i don't know a oh bit it could have been meaningful more. and yeah yes so yes uh, I, I felt like agree kinda, a thousand percent yeah they kind of missed on that one but for, it's for the most so part, I've, weird I've, that I'm sorry. Go. Oh yeah. no! For the most part, I agree. Just like with you, I think it was a uh, passable movie. Um, I mm-hmm. enjoyed it for just kind of the visuals and the entertainment of it. Um, I kept forgetting Sylvester Stallone was like the voice of the King Shark guy, which he was pretty good. <laughs> he was pretty. Good. He was pretty good. Um, um, that's all I can think of. I mean, yeah. It's strange how many parallels there are to. 2016 suicide squad and the suicide squad yeah yeah i don't really understand like why it didn't try to differentiate itself more i mean tone wise it's a completely different movie story wise it's coherent yeah um but like there's there's just story elements that i'm like that's strange um yeah i could see i could see that but i i i think it blew the first one out of the water 100% 100% I think uh, you see um, John Cena's character Peacemaker is getting his own DC or uh, HBO Max series I saw that I don't know why it's his character that they're going with I, I thought he was kind of a I, I liked him he, in it. they can afford him yeah I guess they could yeah no um, I don't know I would have I would have rather see like an Ildris Alba you know like his character oh fuck yeah in a, uh, but I did I did like the Peacemaker that's why we've got character. Luther kids yeah yeah, Luther for sure, man. I got actually. Luth- I've have watched you ever watched ep- Luther? I've watched a few episodes, but I haven't finished the series to really. I haven't either, but my, it's uh... so fucking good. Yeah. I pretend that I'm watching a Batman show. It, I pretend yeah. uh, that Ruth Wilson gal is Joker. Oh, and what? I'm like, okay, there we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it through that lens. Okay. I watched the fucking um, The Town. Of oh, the town, okay. In my mind, because they just announced Affleck as Batman, I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch this pretending Affleck is Batman, which makes Jeremy Renner, Jason Todd, the shitty Robin, 
John Hamm is Superman. Watch it with that lens. It's wild. Um, <laughs> don't do that. Just go to every movie thinking it's Batman, y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah, uh, I, yeah, I think I might, uh, I might rewatch it because I know it's on HBO Max for like thirty days or something. So if anything, if I do get a chance to watch it again, either with uh, the girlfriend or um, you know, like Ruby's or something, then that'd be yeah. cool. So, but yeah, that's yeah. That's I feel it. like we're 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 in a similar yeah yeah we're in a similar space, and this doesn't happen often. So like I'm on it, <laughs> I'm cherishing it. Um. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, for 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 a DC kind of Suicide Squad movie, I think it definitely surpassed my expectations for what it was from the first one, I guess, and then and some. So there we go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, Very yeah. nice. Well, since we're talking about Suicide Squad, it leads nicely into my top five list. If you don't mind me, yeah, going first tonight. All right, hit it. So this movie, I was like, we've done. Uh, oh, hold on. They need to make Black Batman have it be Michael B. Jordan and Kevin Hart as the Penguin, and <laughs> her as Poison Ivy. Who's her? Um, oh, oh, the artist. Her. There's a artist. Uh, oh, oh. Excuse her. me. I'm sorry. Um, That'd be kind of dope, actually. <laughs> I, I like Michael B. Jordan, but make him like Nightwing. You know, Ooh, like he's yeah, dude. Yeah, I'd say I'd say Idris Elba as Batman for sure. Kevin Hart as the Penguin. That's funny though. I'd make Kevin Hart the Ventriloquist. That's just going with my gut. I could see that too. I don't know why. I could see that. He doesn't do dummy comedy, but whatever. Anyway, okay. We're gonna, thank you so much for contributing. I, I'm so happy. Homer's yo. Um, all right. So I was like, how can we, how can I spin um, fucking uh, Suicide Squad into a top five? Because we've, we've recently done R rated comic book movies and we've done every kind of comic book top five you can think of. So what kind of movie is it? If it's not a superhero movie, it's an ensemble piece. So, Jonathan, what are your top five favorite ensemble movies? Ooh, you know what's funny? I look at my list here, and there's like three of them, uh, two of them that are like comedies. And I was thinking, there's a lot of comedy ensemble movies that I like as well. Mm. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, for number five. Uh, I actually just uh, recently watched this movie. Uh, not for the first time, but just uh, just just recently a recent watch. But uh, it's a movie called Serenity, which is mm-hmm. a I don't know if it's if it's a precursor or a prelude or an after the after the series. But it's based off the um, the show Firefly, which ran for one season, um, written and I believe directed by the Serenity movie by Joss Whedon. Um, Got, I, I have a cheat sheet because there's, there's a lot of characters in these, uh, but it's got Nathan Fillion, uh, Shuatel Ejiofor, sorry if I butchered his name, um, Summer Glau, Alan Tudyk, um, Gina Torres. A lot of the people I'm mentioning are the kind of original cast too in, in the, uh, the TV show. And I didn't realize I would be like super into this, but it's kind of like a space, you know, it's uh, kind of steam. They always call it like steampunk space kind of yeah. show sci-fi kind of um and i i don't know i really like the movie and it i think if you're if you haven't watched firefly i think this movie is like a good uh kind of introduction into that and, and firefly is only a, one season so you can easily get through the show and get a vibe for the characters and kind of their uh connections with each other and their relationships but um 
I, I actually really like this because it, it, I feel like it's kind of an underrated show or, or at least like uh, it. But it has like a lot of uh, fa- a fa- huge fan base behind it. There's a, a huge kind of cult following with it. Um, and I just thought the movie just summed up kind of those characters and everything very well. So, uh, yeah, freaking uh, Serenity. Love it. Number four. Uh, this one's a kind of a drama. Um, it's a movie called Spotlight. Uh, Yo, motherfucker! I was on their IMDb page like right now, dude. Nice, uh, nice. Mark, Mark Ruffalo, Michael Keaton, uh, Rachel McAdams, um, Leave. Sh- Sh- I can't even say his last name. Leave Schreiber. 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 John uh, Slattery. Uh, the hell yeah. of a cast. Hell of a cast. Stanley Tucci. Just a whole Stanley bunch of- the Tooch. The Tooch, man. The Tooch. <laughs> the Tooch. So uh, I, I think I saw this movie for the first time. I think it was either a year or two ago. Um, I was really late to this movie because it obviously got a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of um, uh, awards and one best picture. One best picture, and yeah, it's it's uh, you know obviously it's a movie about uh, you know dr- uh, journalism and kind of uh, exposing you know the the bad doings of. Uh, priests and in, in churches and the and this is, the diddlies yeah but uh i i like the uh after, from remembering when i watched it i just love the the pacing of the movie and uh they do so well to you know everyone has a role to play in the movie as far as a you know when you have a uh, ensemble cast you know it's it could get kind of tough to to really have everyone kind of shine and have their moment or at least have a, a way of contributing to the movie so I felt like Spotlight did so well to kind of pace that through and give us characters that were, uh, you know, looking into uh, uncovering these, you know, wrongdoings in the church. Um, even the, you know, it goes over like a few years or like over time. It's not just one year or whatever. Um, you see the struggles with each of the characters. And, you know, Michael Keaton, I think he was the one in the movie, spoiler alert, who was about to report on this, like in the in back in the day. And he never really put you know push the story forward um it's about storytelling and and people really truly uh believing in in at least uh exposing the truth and you know i thought that was really a really strong uh message especially for for writers and people who are uh, especially these days where we have fake news and all this other stuff you know it really shows they're just alternative facts bro (laughs) yeah alternative facts just alternative facts so yeah it was it it was a great movie and i i definitely want to do a rewatch on it again um since it, uh, I really enjoyed it the first time around. So, yeah, right on. Spotlight. I'm, I'm so glad that made your list. Very nice. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, number three, Anchorman. I got Anchorman in there, dude. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, I'll give it to you. Yeah, I mean, it's not a big ensemble cast. Uh, but I mean, there's, I mean, you got Christina Applegate, fucking Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Um, um, what's the fucking uh, oh, dude? I can uh, never remember his name. Was Champ. Vince, Vince Vaughn? Was Vince Vaughn is in it. In yeah. a cameo. He was West Mantooth. Oh, <laughs> um, man. Who, I'm trying to remember who you're talking about, too. I mean, he's he's a character. He's in a bunch of those kind oh, of dumb uh, comedies. Da- David Kushner. Is that his name? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or David, David Co- Kochner? Kochner. 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 Sorry. But, yeah. <laughs> But you're, you know, Fred Willard, Chris Parnell, 
dude a lot Catherine of Han, a lot of great like, actors and comedians in the uh in the movie and i don't know it's probably one of my favorite like will ferrell movies and it's very good yeah. again everyone has their moment you know they all kind of shine and they, but they're all you know as a, a news anchor crew you know they, they all kind of have their moments together and uh just all the little like uh scenes where they're all kind of like off you know not you know shooting their new show and they're kind of just talking and bantering with each other uh it's probably one of the, those are like the most hilarious conversations with with the the cast and crew so yeah anchorman for number three love it very good okay here we go uh <laughs> there's another random one but i thought this was pretty a pretty funny pretty funny one um i have uh hot american summer the movie yes wet hot american summer wet, hot american That's... summer the movie yeah yes uh, which also has paul rudd and uh elizabeth banks amy poehler um Bradley Cooper's Bradley in that Cooper. flick. Dude, every, yeah, there's a lot of people in this movie. There's That's such a wonderful, wonderful, silly movie. It is. And I, I think that's I why love I that love movie. it so much. Because it's it's uh, it kind of makes fun of itself. You know, they're technically playing, like, younger versions of themselves, right? Like, yeah. they're not, like, you know, they're adults playing young kids. Kids, pretty much, at, at like, a summer camp. Um, you know, it's very satirical. It's, uh, you know, it's got, like kind of those moments like i mean i didn't go to too many like summer camp things but like you know camping and like going to these like summer things for school like i you know it kind of gives you that nostalgic feeling um and then there's just like really great moments where they're they're taking these like themes of like when you were young and these adults are like playing with that you know i just i think that's like a really it's kind of kind of reminds me of um uh like stepbrothers even though they are adults in the movie but they just kind of it's like that similar kind of feel yeah. for, for the characters and how you're getting those characters. So um, totally. I kind of want to, I pulled this up and I was like, Oh, you know, yeah, of course. Like this is a great ensemble movie. And I actually kind of want to rewatch the, the show that they have and then uh, watch the movie as well um, all together. So yeah. Right. Uh, the show but, is very good too. Yeah. Is, is that the one that they, they came back to do the show, right? Mm -hmm. Is that what it was? Yeah. And it's like the same. It's literally the same cast, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so crazy. Um, have you not? Have you seen any of it? I think I saw it once through, and okay, it was one of those like binged. Like I binged it in like a day. So, and that's why I'm like I'm starting to like slowly move away from just binging a show like all straight up, because um, you could just forget about it super easily. But it's um, yeah, it's hard to hold on to. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I might uh, end up rewatching that and just having a little laugh. So. Um, very nice and then my number one uh is probably the most probably one you might it's probably the most obvious one i feel but um i still love the series and it's the oceans series specifically i like the first oceans 11 movie you know i haven't seen any of those oh dude oh you would love it man um i i, I hear that you'll like the uh I, I think the first one is is probably the strongest one um you know it's got george clooney brad pitt matt damon um Andy Garcia, Bernie Mac. Matt Damon's Mac, in dude. fucking trouble. Is he? We don't have to go into that. Though. Oh, no, let's not go into that right now. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, I, I think you should give it a shot. It's, you'll like the the way they shoot it. Um, You get this kind of, and they kind of do this with, I don't know if it's the same director in each movie, but they have this very particular uh, style of cinematography and shooting that they do. 
and it becomes very synonymous with uh with the ocean series so you kind of it kind of oh, cool kind of has this little like uh thumbprint as far as uh right on uh, what it looks like and just kind of the this how they play out scenes and they set you up for maybe they show you like an uh like a random uh you know maybe object and then that object gets shot later in the movie kind of showing like oh this is part of their plan or whatever they're doing so it's kind of cool they do a little easter eggs like that and of course the cast um they all bring something to the table um in the in this case it's like a heist movie so each of them kind of have their specialties and you know uh george clooney especially is danny ocean he's kind of the head guy of his little uh, yo danny o danny o danny o uh, and yeah uh these guys i mean can't, look, I mean, I'm just looking at George Clooney's face right now. And Brad Pitt, look at these guys. That That's is a, those are a handsome, handsome men. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, that's my top five. Very nice. Dude. Very, very. That's a very good, very good list. Very diverse um, too. I, I was like, oh, there's so many comedies I was thinking of, but you know, there's also just there's a lot of different movies that if you get if yeah. you get it right with the ensemble, I feel like you can have a good, really good movie. So, yeah, yeah, very true. All right, Joey, what are your top five ensemble movies? This is giving me so much anxiety because there's so many that I want to put on this list and I don't feel my list is very good. No, it's okay. Having said that, let's get into it. Um, number five, we'll go to The Breakfast Club. Ooh, a little Breakfast Club? A little, little Breakfast yeah. Club. You know, it's just like, it's the quintessential high school growing up putting clicks aside bullshit kind of you know movie it's it's wonderful um and they don't make movies like that anymore it would be you know that's a that's a teen movie and it's rated r and earns yeah. its r rating I you see, know yeah. there's i don't think there's like any nudity in it or anything like that but you know they the kids talk like kids talk you know kids say fuck and shit you know like i'm we do we i'm 32 i'm not a kid but you know what i'm saying we did and um you know it, it if that movie were to be remade today i'm praying that it won't it would be so sanitized and it would be so clean and and safe yeah and i love that the breakfast club is not you know what i mean it, it it's kind of a complicated flick um in terms of like emotion and growth and and all that so breakfast club nice plus there's sweet club. dance moves in that movie yeah. um <laughs> Let's be real. Number four. I'm going to go Hail Caesar. Ooh, wow. Okay. I like that. Yes. Um, Hail Caesar is such an underrated flick. I love that movie. Um, you know, you got Josh Brolin. He's kind of the main guy, but you've got Scarlett Johansson. You've got fucking uh channing tatum who does this extraordinary dance number yeah I remember that one, um yeah. wait i said charlie stern i meant scarlett johansson she has one of the best like introductions in a movie that i that i can remember like in recent memory um what's who's the kid that play all Aldrin ehrenreich who played han solo he's so fucking good in this movie uh, yeah, and really you watch hail yeah. caesar and you're like i can see why this kid would, would be chosen to play han solo and then it derailed his career i think unfortunately um i hope he because i think he's a tremendous talent i hope he gets mm -hmm. him back um i'm blanking on who else is in this movie kate blanchett i think um a lot yeah there's a lot of uh there's so many i mean i'm guessing 
George Clooney. Oh yeah, George Clooney's in this. Oh, Ralph Fiennes, Tilda Swinton. Maybe that's who I was thinking of. Um, Jonah Hill's in. The, it's been a minute since I've seen. Oh, Jonah movie. Hill's in the movie. Jonah Hill's in it, I guess. Um, Allison Pill. Uh, oh, Patrick uh, Fischler. Fischler. Um, there's a lot of people that you might not even know their names, like Clancy Brown. You know him if you saw him or heard his voice. You know. Mm. Um, yeah, but there's there's a ton of really great talent um in this movie and yeah it's it it works because everyone fits their role like almost perfectly um you know a lot of these ensemble pictures especially a movie like spotlight has to work like a like a like a watch like a well-made watch just everything has to click into place and uh and i think it does and this movie for whatever reason got kind of a bad rap when it came out and um has never kind of had the prestige or recognition that i feel it deserves but everyone i talk to is always like yeah fuck yeah i love that movie um it's a very good movie it's colorful it's 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 such a it's a delight it's a delight it's a delight um (laughs) yes steven spielberg is directing the new west side story that is correct um i never saw the original though i think i i'm not really i like Spielberg's getting into the twilight of his career. I don't want to see him doing remakes. Oh, I don't want to see him even doing sequels. I don't like, and is Indiana Jones really Indiana Jones if Spielberg's not directing? Oh, man. Yeah. I feel I, like and I don't mind James Mangold. Some days I even like him. <laughs> anyway, yeah. moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Number... Hmm. My list is all out of order tonight because I'm looking at him like, no, this is no. pretentious. <laughs> yeah. um, hmm. Number three, I'm going to go The Sandlot. Oh, man. How could I, how did I not think of that movie in the moment? That's a good one. Yeah. I don't know. But it's a very good movie. It's a very good. I mean, you've got, you know, all those kids are just wonderful. Um, and that's like. I don't know. It's such a good vibe. That whole movie is such a summertime, like Americana kind of vibe. It's wonderful. Um, And then you've got James Earl Jones, George. You're like, oh my God, he's wonderful in this movie and the beast. And um, is it, it's not Kevin Bacon. It's Dennis Leary, right? Is is like the stepdad. Yeah. 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 And the mom, it's Karen Allen. It's, fucking karen allen oh, yeah. it's uh marion ravenwood is the mom indiana yeah. jones Indy. um i'm your goddamn partner that's what she <laughs> says to <laughs> to dennis leary um great movie great great movie um and yeah number two i'm gonna go sin city Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, it's quite an ensemble. There's a lot of talent in Sin City. You've got yes, Clive Owen. You've got Brittany Brittany Murphy. R.I.P. You've got um, Rosario Dawson. Josh Hartnett. You've got Rosario Dawson. Shit. You've got Michael Clark Duncan. I think in one of maybe his last roles, Mickey Rourke is just yeah. jumped off the comic page as Marv and onto the screen. It's incredible. There is an incredible amount of uh, uh, what's his name, the fucking Hobbit kid. Elijah oh, Wood. Elijah Wood, yeah, yeah. Elijah Wood's in it. Um, Rudger Hauer is Super is creepy. in it. <laughs> Very creepy. Um, yeah, there's a lot of really really great uh, actors, and 
a splooge of directors. You've got Robert Rodriguez directing the main thing with Frank Miller, and Quentin Tarantino comes in to direct a scene. Oh, that's right. Which scene did he do? He, dire- again? he directs the scene where Clive Owen is driving with the dead body of Benicio del Toro. Oh, and his he has like he directs that whole conversation. Yeah. Or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, I didn't know that. So, <laughs> yeah. So it's not only an ensemble cast; it's an ensemble direction. Awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Quentin Tarantino, um, I actually had this at number five, and the more that I looked at it, I was like, I'm just trying to be elitist. And you didn't say it. I thought it was going to be on your list. I've been going back and forth between Bastards, but it's got to be Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the ultimate ensemble flick. I mean, it's not. You could make a case for 12 Angry Men or maybe Saving Private Ryan, but I'm going to go with Pulp Fiction. You've got John Travolta in a career-defining you know, resurgence. Um, you've got Samuel Jackson. You've got Ving Rhames, Bruce Willis. Um, who else is in this fucking movie? Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. Oh, man. Um, Roth. I always forget which Roth it is. Oh, Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Yeah. I think it's Tim Roth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, you know, you've got Amanda Plummer, Rosanna Arquette, Christopher Walken makes an appearance. Um, Eric oh, Stoltz, who was yeah. the original Marty McFly. Um, Harvey Keitel shows up and is fucking awesome. Um, yeah. Steve, Steve Buscemi is in it for a second. Dude. It's, a yeah. Second. That's a lot of, that's a lot really of look. people in this movie. <laughs> yeah so damn Pulp Fiction I mean I didn't want it's so it feels so obvious that I did not want to make my number one but you know what Pulp Fiction baby why not Pulp Fiction baby yeah (laughs) nice I like it yeah man thank you ensemble movies are hard I feel like I feel like because uh, like yeah is it ensemble enough you know what I mean I feel like if I can pick out a main character Mm, yeah okay it may not be I don't know. It's tough. It's very yeah. tough. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, some movies that they, they have, like, you know, I mentioned Anchorman, like, obviously, Ron Burgundy is, like, the main dude. But yeah. I think, yeah, it, it's, it has to be, like, everyone is, is kind of, like you were saying with the, the gears and stuff, like, everyone's kind of meshing well together to, to serve the story. Um, you know, there's no throwaway characters, I would, I feel like they all kind of have yeah. a purpose in the movie, right? So. Um, yeah i like that dude i i'm actually probably gonna watch um wet hot american summer like after this i think as you should and, uh and honestly. probably start do the show and then kind of jog my memory there and then uh hell yeah go from there dude i like the list i, I you know i don't I, i'm surprised i'm torturing myself over it How godfather we... came up as a as an ensemble movie and i'm like yeah but oh, like dude i know but you can make the case that it's a michael corleone movie you know what i mean it's yeah. not ultimately it's his story so i don't know i i i didn't feel right i see what, yeah i see what you're saying but yeah um nice nice yeah yeah all right Joey. All right. i got my i got the the next list over here please um, hit me with it baby i don't know why i thought of this but i was just like man i kind of miss like when we were in college and we were going to parties or we were driving somewhere out of town for like a weekend and we would hype ourselves up with some like some party songs, dude. Some songs right. that get us hyped up, uh, or if we were playing them in our in our little parties ourselves. So, Joey, what are your top five party songs? 
Hurt by Johnny Cash. Uh, no, I'm <laughs> kidding. That's Damn. not a party song. So I'm thinking of songs that are either I'm, I'm going to dance to. I'm think I was I was looking I was thinking about like wedding songs and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. And I I honestly I watched I watched Leaving Neverland, and I swore I never listened to Michael Jackson again. Um, great music. We can all agree, great music. But I was like, I can't do it. But then I'm putting this list together. I'm like, oh fuck, Billy Jean. Yeah, uh, it's you know, ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. And I put it at number five. It probably deserves to be like almost number one, honestly. But because of my weird feelings about you know all that, um, yeah, that's where I'm at with that. Billy Jean is such a, you know, and the beat and yeah. everything you're just like your body starts moving before you even realize what fucking song is on and you're just it, like yeah. oh it's so good it's so <laughs> fucking good um billy jean i'm not gonna give michael jackson anymore of my breath. <laughs> yeah um number four the song that immediately came to mind when you requested this the party song by blink 182 off of enema of the state yeah dude it's like the only song where and I, I i daren't call it a rap it's very fast here we go motherfuckers do you want to come to a party <laughs> it's it's it has that pace the whole time and it it, it is kind of as you were describing like getting getting ready for a party you know what I mean? Yeah, like, dude. it's like, it's, that's the energy like that you need when you're like, all right, I'm going out. I'm going, you out. know, this could yeah. be a good time. <laughs> you know, fucking pounding Red Bull before we were pounding shots. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's the vibe. Um, bless you. But yeah. Party song. Like way too. Nice. Thank you. Number three, the one that like, whenever this comes on everyone, you just hear the crowd go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> California love. Oh, yes. Yes. Tupac. You know, that, 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 yeah. just that little, like everyone it immediately, like your spine just kind of picks up and you go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next four minutes about to be dope. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just, it hits the perfect vibe. And if it's especially when you're in California or around mm -hmm. Californians, yeah, watch out. I agree. Watch dude. out. I agree. Yes. It's the California yes. anthem right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Number two, I'm going to go a classic. Aretha Franklin, respect. I got to give her Ooh, respect. Okay. I mean, that's one that comes, you know, and you don't even, you don't immediately think of it as a party song or whatever, but you can, R-E-S-B, like you can get to that. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, can, can jam that. to yeah. that. Yes. Anyway, I really like it um <laughs> it's a great song i have it on vinyl um <laughs> <laughs> number one what is your number one pop-up song right here dude this is this is i'm gonna this is like my inside like if you're at a party you can't go wrong with if you want to feel like you're putting on something that's kind of a deep cut but not really it's just kind of a forgotten gem i like the way you move outcast Ooh. Ooh! Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Ba -da -da -da. I totally see where you're going with that. <laughs> da -da -da -da. Yes, bitch. Okay. Um, it's yes, yes. 
I like that. It gets you in the kind of dancing mood. It has kind of that like I don't know, like Latin, it's almost kind of Latin feel with the, like the it's got brass a Latin flair to it. Latin yes. flair. Um, ooh, I like that. Like it's kind of like a sleeper, like a it's a sleeper total song, sleeper. right? Yeah. Um, when I was at the after party for Godless, um, and we had Jack O'Connell and Matthew, I'm name dropping right now. Um, everyone, you know, is is hanging out at it's three in the morning in this uh, boardroom or whatever in a hotel, and you know, it's just us with the lights off in a little pillbox or whatever and i put that song on and everyone it was you know two in the morning everyone's getting up and like i was like i was like i felt powerful i'll never forget that moment um so that is my number one um for that moment alone but honestly that song has served me well always so dude yes wow i i'm i'm not surprised but like when i think about it like yeah you're freaking right dude sleep like a sleeper it's so good party song in the background dude yeah um holy shit that's so good <laughs> i know i know um i want to hear yours now i'm, I'm like I'm yeah curious. well yeah some of them are i mean obviously they're like i didn't some of them are kind of like generalized like okay this could be like this could get everyone kind of going and then some of them are just kind of like the ones that pump me up you know myself and i think my friends or whatever yeah. too so um number five uh I got this song called Last Night by The Strokes. Yeah, it's a fun song. It's, I think, one of the earlier, like, Stroke songs I heard. And it's got that, like, that just, that guitar, that kind of constant guitar line. And then the drums come in. And so it's like, I don't know, it's just a fun, dancey song. And I think it's one of The Strokes, like, I think one of their best songs, I guess. And. I don't know. I've been in a few parties or at least maybe even uh, a bar or two where it's like that comes on and everyone's like going. So, yeah, there we go. That is that is a good that is a good. It's a good, good kick, kick off good, to your list. Good yes. Kick off, y'all. Daniel last night hits. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Yeah, that's uh, it's a fun song. It's a fun song. Um, <laughs> number four. I, I have oh, man. This is kind of tough because. OK, so I'll, I'll do this. I'm going to go. Because I I had one of yours on my list. I had the party Which song one? by Blink One Eight Two. So I'm gonna take that I, off. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go. <sighs> okay, I'm just gonna rearrange my list here. I'm gonna go number four. I'm gonna go around the world by Daft Punk. Mm-hmm. Around the world, around the world. Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, it's a, I don't know. It's like the early, it's like kind of obviously with house music, especially for deaf house, house music. House. Um, That's what they call it in Germany. House. House music. House music. Uh, yeah. Around the world, man. Can't go wrong with Daft Punk. They, I feel like they're pretty universal as far as like bringing, I think, electronic music to a lot of people. And it's a very simple song uh, to kind of sing back. And uh, it's got that kind of hypnotic. Uh, beats and that that obviously that cool bass line and everything um it's a fun yeah it's a fun song and i think uh daft punk does so well to mix uh kind of like electronic music kind of funk music too so you know funk is you know very synonymous with like you know dancing and and you know kind of uh you know obviously kind of higher tempo kind of stuff so um yeah around the world for for 80 days 
number three, kind of another weirdly enough Daft Punk related song, uh, Harder, Faster, Stronger. Ooh, the collab with okay. Kanye and, and yes. Daft Punk, dude. So, uh, yeah, when this comes on, I am, yeah, I am so into it, dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't think... know what that looks like. <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's a uh, I again kind of similar to the how I was talking about Daft Punk, like Daft Punk and Kanye. I feel like they're you know so well known and and uh, that collaboration on that particular song was. I mean, they pushed the envelope as far as just kind of again blending those genres together, and it always pumps me up. Um, even when I'm not really going to a party or anything like that, it's like just kind of a normal pop-up song if you're i don't know running or i mean i, I guess skateboarding for me um but uh yeah i think it's one of my my favorite kanye songs too so mm-hmm. yeah harder faster stronger harder faster stronger. um let's see here okay so i gotta okay mix this around okay so i did have california love as my number two I'm so sorry. No, it's cool. I freaking love no, California sorry. Love. In fact, I feel I super. I'm super proud of that song. I, I, if, I, you know what? I feel like I don't know if I've ever when I went to England. I don't think I, I, if I've ever played that song for anyone because. No, you, you know what, it. dude? I think this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's something about uh, being uh, obviously born in California and um, you know, kind of growing up during obviously the west coast uh hip-hop scene and you know we had tupac dr dre um you know all those guys definitely you know creating this kind of uh california anthem i feel and weirdly enough like i feel like proud when i hear this song like yeah california knows how to party man so yeah we do um yeah so we i party I, all day down in monterey bay monterey bay y'all <laughs> yo Ooh. That's a little throwback That's a song throwback. right there, dude. Yo. Um, oh, one more time. Oh, I said one more time. You know what? You're right. That is a good song, too. I, I could s- switch those back Don't and forth. Don't influence him. Don't I influence him. I could Sam. switch those back and forth. Um, but, yeah. California Love, y'all. California Love. And then my number one is uh, it's an Arctic Monkeys song called uh, oh. Brian Storm. And it's the first track off their second album, Favorite Worst That's... Nightmare. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's uh I mean it starts off with that guitar line, the it you just hear is it the snare? You just hear the yeah just like one hit and then the like you know Matt Helder's on the drums is doing this like crazy tom thing and it's just like it it sounds chaotic but also like very i don't know it's like chaotic and uniform at the same time like you kind of hear yeah you almost feel like you're you were dropped into the middle of the entire record yes exactly and that's what's so crazy it's the first song off the record and it just like just how how it gives you that feeling of you know like being a good track one it definitely yeah oh my god i had that on i had that on vinyl now i'm gonna have to throw that on Oh, you know what? Actually, uh, I'll, well, I guess I'll, for my share time, I'll, I'll share it. Uh, um, uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, we'll Brian Storm. Brian Storm. Awesome Arctic Monkey song. Uh, 
I don't know. It's got to be one of my favorites on that record. I mean, there's a lot of great songs on that album. Mm. Um, Man, this house is a circus. Like that one. I think we had that on like a, a party playlist too. I'm we sure. did. We did. We, we had really a few did. of those songs um, on there. So um, God, what's what's? I mean, that whole album is so good. Um, what's what's the one that I'm trying to think of about the breakup? Well, the morning was complete. Oh yes, on the steering wheel that? dripping on the seat. Oh man, every hour. I'm tripping. Do me a favor and ask favor. if you need some help. She said, "Do me a favor and stop flattering yourself." God, fuck! I love that album. I love that album so it's, fucking much. Oh, man, it's gotta be my top. One of my top. I mean, it could be one of my top fives, dude. Like it's so good. All time top fives. You um, know, I only don't have Humbug on vinyl. Whoa. Okay. So I've that's... got them all now, except except Humbug. Okay. So that's that's gonna. I'm gonna leave this into my share time. Um, okay. Okay. Please take uh, us there. Sketch. Went to the record store with my girlfriend, and yeah, uh, yeah. I was like, I don't. I was. I was like, what kind of? You know, if I was gonna buy a record, what kind of record would I get? Um, Is she into records? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, right on. Cool. Uh, as far as the collect, so it's like. So I was thinking, okay, what do I get at a record store? Uh, it's either some some sort of maybe like a record store day exclusive, or maybe there's like a I don't know, like a EP or something I'm looking for. Um, but I was like, you know what? I I don't have all the Arctic Monkeys albums on vinyl, so I ended up uh, grabbing Favorite Worst Nightmare and uh, whatever people say I am. Uh, the first album as well. You've you've got it. You finally yes. got it. So I still need uh, Humbug and Suck It and See, and then I have AM, and I believe Tranquility Base Hotel. I know I, my my Tranquility Base Hotel. I pre-ordered it. It's a clear see-through vinyl, which is kind of cool. It's I'm cooler like, you know than what? the fucking might not have... music. Oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I think those. I actually those three. I think I don't have yet. Word. So. Eventually I'll get there, but I remember my dad got me the AM record, um, which another great, great. I um, mean, it looks great, great on on vinyl. Looks awesome, dude. Um, yeah. When you open up the inner inner sleeve and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of my share for this week. And then I have uh, very nice. Um, what do you call it? A YouTube channel I'll recommend to you guys. Oh. This one I don't wait, know. Wait, wait, real quick. Where'd oh, you yeah. buy the vinyl? Oh, it was give a them a shout. Sto- give them a shout oh, out, dude. I can't remember, dude. I'm sorry. I should know the place. What? A but it was. I know. I know. I'm terrible, right? Um, if I had the receipt, I would know. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Oh, ask Whitney Houston for the receipts. I'll give him. I'll. I'll. I'll research it and give him a shout out to the next episode. I guess. Uh, although it was really cool. Uh, my girlfriend also got me a cool Back to the Future poster. So. Oh, very nice. Yes, it was the the kind of the. Uh, print of the first movie which i'm gonna frame because i'm like oh i need some more pictures in my room so uh, or posters you're looking barren yeah you're looking so barren so barren i just got my only one up over here with the uh kind of back to the future hoverboard hoverboard um it's in upland that's uh that's where it's i mean that's the location of where it's at in upland Ah. which is uh cool a lot of cool like uh like kind of um uh, spooky stores. There's like all sorts of different like um, vintage and I guess like antique stores there. And oh, few, love that! And then there was like a few record shops. I think 
um, in that area. So it was a really cool spot, and I, I definitely want to go right back on. there again. So, um, and then my last year is uh, uh, what do you call it? This YouTube channel called um, I don't know how I found this YouTube channel. It was like one of my just random recommendations, but like uh, men his... in thongs dancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the the channel's called. Uh, D- uh, doke tv d-o-k-e tv and it's this okay. um uh this uh graffiti artist in um slovakia i think uh it's it's slovakia, slovakia. and it's weird i never really i don't know how i got recommended this channel because i don't really watch like art as slovakia. much art videos or slovakian videos on uh on YouTube, but he, I just randomly came across this, across this guy. He's a graffiti artist, and nice. Uh, it's it's like those um, oddly satisfying videos where you watch it and you just like can't stop watching it. It's really satisfying to watch him like work on graffiti, and he nice. does like um, he wears like a GoPro cam so he can like film it while he's doing it, and then he does uh, every I think video he does like a different type of theme or like a challenge. So he like I think one of them I watched he's like oh I'm gonna make my graffiti art uh like a neon sign so I'm gonna make it look kind of real and like this kind of thing. Um, the last one he did just recently I think yesterday he released one on like he did like a Fast and the Furious kind of like themed one for like a promotion for the movie or something like that. So he's really cool and I I think as an like someone who does music and just kind of like appreciating other artists uh, that are not like doing music. I think it's really cool and um, it's very humbling to see like a person like that just being like, I just love to do this and I want to make videos on this and um, it's just super entertaining. And, it, and it's, you know, I, I think it's, um, he's a very established artist and I think it's it's really cool that someone like that is is uh, kind of making a, a impact on the YouTube universe or whatever. So yeah, there we go. Wonderful. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. All right, Joey, what do you have to share this week? Uh-huh. I <laughs> listened to a new podcast, not a new podcast, but um, first time listening to it. Mark Hoppus has a podcast called After School Radio. Oh. Um, and, you know, uh, I've been kind of following the news around him. He is stage four lymphoma. Um, is it lymphoma? I think so. Um, you know, and we grew up on Blink-182. It has a very, very special place in our hearts and um the band was always about friendship you know and and then they broke up and got back together and you could tell that nothing was quite right and then they broke up again and it was very sad to see because these guys they hadn't grown up together but they were friends from a kind of a young age and and to see that friendship deteriorate was really sad um but mark hoppus had tom DeLong on his radio on after school radio and uh, they were like, yeah, we haven't talked in five years. And, but we're picking up like, like no time has passed at all. And uh, I mean, it was, you know, a little surface levelly, but it was, it was just really nice to hear them talking. And, you know, Mark is Mr. You know, on the microphone and blah, blah, blah. And Tom is just, you know, yeah, you know, like men and nakedness and like, you know, like <laughs> it's very classic them. And, yeah, yeah. um, but obviously they're mature now and, you know, talking about driving their kids around and, and things like that. Um, it was just really, you know, I almost, I get a little weepy thinking about like the two of them just kind of talking again and, and everything. And I hope, 
I hope they jam together one more time, at least, you know, if, if any, if God forbid anything, you know, gets worse, uh, from our coppers. So dude, that's yeah. super cool. I'm no, going to check another. that out. Sure. It's it's only available if you have Apple Music, and I don't because fuck them. They screwed up my iTunes. Um, but I did find it on YouTube on like I think like an Italian Blink One Eighty Two fan. I know exactly thing, what they, channel that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so they and I don't know. I the version I listened to was only half hour long, and they were bleeping out all the swears. So I don't know if the real version is different or not if there's just swears or whatever yeah um but it was it was enjoyable i liked it so cool man yeah a little podcast yes podcast within a podcast um that's yes it's like inception <laughs> you know chris nolan their netflix is trying to put out chris nolan's new next movie i heard about that is that legit yeah. or I mean, they're trying. They got Try. all the money in the fucking world. But it's like, I he's going to be like, yeah, I'll do it. But like, you've got to do a theatrical release for at least a year or some Something shit. Like crazy like that. Like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's going to be wild. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Anyway, this was a good show, Sean. We should yeah. do it again sometime. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you guys can find me at Sean Day Music on Instagram and on the website SeanDayMusic.net. Net. 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 Joey, where can we find you on the internet? You can check me out uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Joey Prodi and on my website JoeyProdi.com. You can check out the show at Top 5 Pod. That's T-O-P-F-I-V-E 5 P-O-D on Instagram, on Twitter at gmail.com, on YouTube, uh, on Apple Music, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, all, all of them, <laughs> all of the places where you stream your favorite podcast. So please give us a like, give us a listen, give us a follow, give us your love, and we will give you uh, just tons of love in return, man. I got nothing tons of love crazy for you guys this week. <laughs> he never does. He never does. And then he'll surprise you. Until next time, I'm Joey Prati. And I'm Sean Day. They...